to the Cash-Based Practice Owners interview series where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, am interviewing different clinicians across the country who practice in a variety of ways, but all outside of being in network with insurance. The world of entrepreneurship and business for healthcare professionals is full of knowledge, creativity, and amazing people just like you who wanted something different. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. So please join me as I interview our guest today. This week's episode is a YouTube masterclass with Brandon Smith. Brandon is a home health physical therapist and creator of the Home Health Mentor Course, as well as a law student and advocate for fair practice everywhere. In this masterclass, we'll learn how to start a YouTube channel, how to gain subscribers, and how to use YouTube to further monetize your business. All right, so welcome everybody. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're catching us here live tonight um, or you're watching the replay. Um, Brandon and I are really excited to share this stuff with you. We know that there are a lot of you out there who are interested in starting to use YouTube as um, a platform for sharing information and getting new patients into your practice. So thank you so much for being here, Brandon. It is always a pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me. So tonight we're going to be covering basically how I started on YouTube, built a successful channel, and continue to use that channel to drive sales to products, affiliates, and other questions that were posted in the group earlier this week or a poll that was voted on. Cool. Awesome. And you guys, if you have any questions uh, while we're going through it, feel free to type in the comments and we'll just kind of like stop uh, as we can and we'll address questions at the end as well. Cool. So take it away, Brandon. Okay, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to share my screen so you guys can kind of see my channel and what it looks like. Give me one second to share my screen. I have to give my computer permission. Just give me one second. Sorry. <laughs> Just give me one second. <laughs> I'm trying to just share the Chrome so you guys can actually see inside. The whole screen might be too large, so give me one second. Um, actually, I'll do the whole screen first, and then just to see if we can do it that way. Okay. All right. Uh, can, can you see my screen? Yeah. Is it like too complicated? Um, I mean, it, lo it looks fine to me. Um, All right. Can you see this part now? Mm-hmm. All right. So. My background, if you guys don't know me, currently I have 1.8 subscribers or 1.8 thousand subscribers, so close to 2K subscribers. You can see my views are actually 105,000 lifetime out of 203 videos. So it's not like I have 105,000 videos and 105,000 views. <laughs> in the last 30 days, I've had 6,000 views and I've only actually put out four videos in the last uh, 30 days. Subscribers last 30 days, we can see basically here some peaks here. The peaks are when I've actually put out a video and we go to the views in the last 30 days. Uh, it's actually just peaked with the video I just released uh, to 941 as of today uh, for, I believe, my most recent video. But we can see I have the background here. I have it tied to my Google account. And then I have these channel keywords. 
you can see for me, I have home health, physical therapy, physical therapy, finance, passive income, because that's kind of what I want to do now. I actually have other people that are, are actually uh, popular in PT too. Like I have Greg Todd's in here and LeBauer. Um, this guy's a home health PT. Basically, the reason why I do that is my channel will be recommended to similar channels to these channels, which is one way to grow. And I also have my other tags here, such as student physical therapist, um, other things I do, um, like learning about healthcare law. I have my own self tag because people search for me now too, doctor of physical therapy. But these channel tags here, it's once you know what your channel is going to be about, it's good to have channel keywords, channel tags. So when people are searching, your channel is going to be recommended. Or if you tag a similar channel to yours, they can actually, uh, you, they'll actually show up as a recommendation. Do you guys have any questions at this point? Um, I don't think so. So like you're, um, you're showing like the dashboard of your YouTube channel and this is where you can find like all the data and everything. And did yeah. you put the keywords in like right when you started or did no, you like no. I actually just changed these today because I didn't mm -hmm. realize actually all I had, I had back pain, shoulder pain and pain free. And that's all I, <laughs> I, was, like, I was like, wait a second. Like, <laughs> Um, and that's because I started trying to do when I started YouTube before I did home health, like way back when, when I first started, I think this channel in 2018, I was trying to be like a fitness PT. Um, I transitioned to home health finance and other things now, but back then that's why I had those tags. And I just had it updated till today. And actually the why I can see this, you may actually have to say this. I'm actually using a two, a tool or a Chrome extension called TubeBuddy. So you see this TubeBuddy channel analytics here. If I go up here, this is the extension. Can you see where my mouse is? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So this is a TubeBuddy extension. Um, I have a, I believe a star account, but with this extension, I can go to my videos and I'll break this down here in a second because it's actually gonna be easier this way. So with this extension, if I go here, I go to TubeBuddy, it can, it can actually help you create thumbnails. I actually don't use this for th thumbnails anymore. I used to, I'll go over that in a second. I can add end screens. Uh, I'll put my most recent video here so you guys, you guys can see the, um, the channel breakdown. So this is my most recent video on how to get paid well. Uh, for this graphic here, I actually made this in Canva. I use a Canva premium account um, just to make these graphics because it's just it's just easier and it looks better than what TubeBuddy creates. But what I was showing here is that if we can go down here, it actually has tags recommended. So when I'm tagging my videos, TubeBuddy comes up with these tags. It shows you other things. And I'll put this in the affiliate link. Uh, or in the group or in the comments somewhere that will show you if you want to get TubeBuddy, I get like a dollar a month if you sign up for it. But it's, it's been it's been very, very helpful. And if I actually click on the video. Yeah, I feel like already it's like added a lot more like functionality and like something that's helping you versus when I put up YouTube videos before, like you're kind of left to your own devices. <laughs> Yeah, so this is what I started with, and that's why I recommend it. I actually don't use it as much anymore because I've kind of, you know, I've learned how, how to use it, what they want. But you can see here, it comes up with your video analytics, your SEO score. Uh, you wanted around 90. The reason this is 65 is because nobody's really searching for how they get paid well as an outpatient physical therapist. Surprisingly, nobody's searching for that. <laughs> um, but that's why it's around 65, but it has 46 likes on Facebook. And then... I have the um, stuff and it's been liked on Facebook, shared on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter except to share these because it increases. It has the tags here that were also recommended. Um, and one thing I do as well is I'll go back into, I'll show you in this video first. So I've started adding these animations, which don't worry about that. Don't worry about that right now. If you see this and you get intimidated, don't worry about it. Okay. Cause I, I started with an iPhone and a free recording software. So yeah. <laughs> So don't worry about it. But one thing I do add that I recommend you guys add is you'll see here, 
And there's going to be a transition here, but don't worry about that because I'm going to go into it. Um, let's see. So you'll see here at the second once it loads. So at every video, I add a subscribe and I add a next video. I tag a video I think people want to be interested in. So I talked about this video in this video. So I tagged it here. Then I have the subscribe up here. By having this and also just telling people to subscribe, you're going to get more subscribers. It's very, very strange. But when I started telling people to subscribe to my channel and putting these in, my subscription just shot up. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, people like direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but to do that, what you would actually have to do, you'd go into edit video and I'll show you because a lot of people don't actually know how to do this. I'm trying to do like a, a quick version. And for the thumbnail, again, I made this in Canva. Uh, you can also use TubeBuddy to create thumbnails where they don't look as high quality as Canva. And you're going to have to put, like, I think Canva is like $14 a month, but realistically, it doesn't really, like, for me, I'd rather have a nice thumbnail for $14 a month. Uh, right. And you can, use a, like, you can use Canva to make graphics for all kinds of things. And my favorite part about, like, the paid version is that you can resize the same graphic to put on different platforms without having to, like, remake the whole graphic. Yeah. So I'm actually not going to um, change any of this because I like the way it is. But what you can do is I'll go back here in a second. Is So say you want to add what I showed you with the subscribe. You just click on your end screen. And you can add cards too. Cards are like tags to other videos. But they actually don't really show up that well on mobile platforms. So I kind of don't really mess with them. But you can, mm -hmm. you can add you can add certain videos, tag things in the video. But I like adding the end screen. And what I have selected is a subscribe and a video. And again, you can just drag and drop those around. So it's actually not that hard once you know how to use it. But that's why I recommend starting with a tool like TubeBuddy. Now, if you're like, hey, TubeBuddy is like $9 a month and I just don't want to spend any money right now. What you can do is you can go to Google Trends and we'll actually we'll take a break. Does anybody have any questions at this point? I can't see any comments. So really, that's so interesting. Well, maybe um, I can. Oh, yes, I can. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Allie. Ali says, what are you doing right now is all in TubeBuddy. Uh, not all of that. So that's actually on the general. So what I'll do is I'll turn my TubeBuddy off so you can actually see what I'm doing when, without TubeBuddy, OK? Yeah, so that would be helpful. Let me turn the TubeBuddy off really quick. All right. Uh, give me one second. So I've turned TubeBuddy off, and I'll go back, and I'll show you, OK? Uh, let me go back here. So we're back at the channel, and again, this is my channel. Um, it's going to show up the analytics here. I'm not signed in, but it's just an extension, and I'm not sure if I'm able to turn it off, but don't worry about that right now. The keywords, you don't need to, buddy. For the keywords, what you're actually going to do is I'll show you as you're watching. For the keywords, you're going to go to your channel. You're going to go to customize channel. You're going to click on settings. You click on channel, and then you're going to have all your keywords here. So that's not TubeBuddy. That's not anything. That's just going to settings in your channel and then adding all your keywords there. And so, so like, you would do that, like, manually, and you would just make them up and yeah. get them. But with TubeBuddy, it, like, suggests them for you. It, it suggests them. And with videos, too, it does suggest them. And then I'll go back to the video that I was just on. Um, and this one, too. So... When, you, when you're adding the subscribe and everything at the end, ignore this over here. You're going to go into edit video. And you can see this is not TubeBuddy or anything. It's just regular end screen. So just the end screen here. And you can add that subscribe. You can add that video. And that's just using regular YouTube. Cool. Yeah. YouTube has a lot of tools. And you can, like, 
lightly edit your videos in YouTube too. Yeah, but you can see with TubeBuddy, so I have my tags here, but TubeBuddy then also has, if on my video, I get all these extra tags here. Um, so let me go back into here and see if there's any more questions. Okay, so what I'm gonna do next is we'll talk about what topic you wanna put out there. For me, I started just talking about my own experiences in home health, really, and that's how my YouTube blew up. Ended up creating a course out of it, doing a few other things now. Now I just talk about things that no one else in PT wants to talk about. But if you're looking at talking about your clinic, doing other things, and you want to do a topic, let's say knee replacements, or I don't know, do you want knee replacements? Or you pick a topic. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact that Miss Allie Marty wants to target people with joint replacements. Okay, so what you're going to do is go to trends.google.com, and let's say we type in knee replacement. So we can see that the interest over time, this is showing you for uh, over the past year of how many people search. I don't know what. Oh, okay. I, only people in these states search knee replacement <laughs> for, some, for some reason. I was like, what? Um, so if you're in California, Texas, Florida, or North Carolina, this might be a good <laughs> video to make. Yeah. <laughs> um, I we'll compare that to, um, total knee replacement just to see if people search differently. What I like with this is you can keep comparing and contrasting and it's completely free to use this, especially when you're coming. Oops. I'm sorry. I can't spell. <laughs> So now we're version. So now we can see. Look at the difference. So if you titled your video "Knee Replacement," nobody really cares. But if you type "Total Knee Replacement," look at this interest here, and then look at the difference in the graph. So, yeah, states yeah. almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess there's no surgeries in these two states, but. Uh, <laughs> But you can see that. So if you're going to make a knee replacement video, you want to go to trends.google.com first. And, you know, you might say knee replacement, but if you titled it total knee replacement, you're going to get this much more traffic. Yeah. So Thank when you're looking you. at, yeah, even if you're looking at niches or, or back pain, things like that, and you don't know, know your niche, um, you, you know, it's going to tip, it might help you to do that too. But usually for video suggestions, do this. I'm at a point now where I don't really do this anymore, but starting off, I did this a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing too. And that can go as any other specialty niches we can look at that may help somebody while I'm over here. Um, how about like shoulder pain or something like that? Okay. Um, would you say that this is something that like when you're starting out, if you pay attention to what the keyword or like these keywords are and everything, would that help increase your subscribers? Yes, it will actually, as we're telling people to subscribe. <laughs> so we'll do shoulder pain over the shoulder injury. And we can see that shoulder pain is going to be a bigger search term than shoulder injury. Oh, so, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, however, we could do shoulder pain and then do like rotator cuff tendinitis. <laughs> or ro really rotor cup. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can do that too. So yeah, we'll do that. Oops. I don't know why it doesn't save. So I'm, I don't usually use this computer for anything but editing videos. Um, but... <laughs> So we can see that lots of PTs will post their videos right there, the Nidus, and they wonder why nobody watches it. Yeah, it's because nobody's searching for it because we're the only ones who talk like that. Yes. So, <laughs> so you can see why it would be much better to say shoulder pain, types of shoulder pain. Uh, we can also do rotator cuff. 
Oh, or do um, we could do like neck pain versus cervical pain? Yeah, versus rotary. Let's do rotary. Rotary cup. Well, okay, rotator cuff's going to win now. So yeah, we'll do neck pain. And some people will like look for the diagnosis, but at the same time, like this is actually pretty. Oh, shoulder pain. That's why cervical pain. I didn't say right. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so yeah, see again, neck pain. Um, so when you're titling your videos, what you want to say is, you know, how or what you would want to say is like how to get rid of your neck pain, three strategies, something like that, or how to get rid of your neck pain, and then you could put. In the video, talk about cervical pain, the types of the different diagnoses, but most people aren't going to be searching for specific diagnoses. And if they are, they're probably going to spell them wrong. So it's best to write neck pain and then maybe tag cervical pain as a tag. Okay. All right. Let me go to the comments really quick. All right. Facebook. It's, I forgot it's Facebook users, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a mystery. All right. Um, any current questions? Um... So I guess kind of like going off of the topic thing, like, do you have any kind of, or any suggestions for like content strategy or like planning out your videos, say like over the next month or like when you're first getting started, should you just like pull ideas out of thin air, plug in the keywords and see what happens? So starting off, what you probably want to do is find out what you want to talk about. I recommend something you're passionate about or can talk about without having a script or anything like that. How many channel keywords you recommend? Honestly, I used to only have three to five. I had added a bunch more today. Yeah, you've got like 20 maybe? Yeah. Uh, the reason was prior, and I'm not sure if you're allowed to do this, if you have under a thousand subs, I am not sure. But prior, I was only allowed to have five keywords. So now I'm allowed to have like 20. I don't know if that's a YouTube change or it's because I have over a thousand subs. I do not know the answer to that question. But prior, I, only, I was only allowed to have five. However, I recommend as many as possible, realistically. Yeah, cool. All right. So what um, were you saying about the strategy script? So the strategy, you have to talk, You have to be able to talk about something, uh, know something. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> lots of times when I make a video, especially now, is, I don't know if you guys can see, but like, uh, oh, can you, I guess you guys can see my screen on my screen. So hold on. <laughs> So behind me, I have like a green screen. I have like this light set up. I have all these other things now. Um, but starting out, I didn't have any of that. Starting off, I used my on my phone and then my my old MacBook with a QuickTime screen recording because that was that's a free software that's for screen recording and video capture. So you can start very very with min minimal equipment, minimal cost. One thing I do recommend though is to make sure that you use a microphone, whether it's a lapel mic that you plug into a phone or your computer, just because audio is actually gonna get more views on your video than anything else. If your video sounds like shit, people are gonna click out of it just because they don't wanna listen to static fuzz or they can't hear you, understand you. So make sure if you invest in anything when making videos, invest in the microphone, because that way, even if the video is bad quality, people will still watch it because they can actually understand what you're saying. So right. how many videos do it take for you to start gaining 1K plus subs? So starting off, I wasn't putting out that many videos. And we can actually go to my channel. And I'll just show you all my videos. We'll just go to my channel. Um, so we'll go to the videos. And we can see now I have a bunch of videos. 
I probably got a thousand subs earlier in the year. Uh, prior to that, I really wasn't getting that many. But some of these videos you can see, like this video has three point two thousand views. Some of these videos only have like this one has forty seven views. So like, uh, I made lots of mistakes along the way. You can see that. So here's the difference too. So when I'm using Canva, you can see the difference in the thumbnails when I started using Canva versus when I was using TubeBuddy. It's just not as high quality thumbnails. Some of the stuff is just stupid. Um, <laughs> So, like, when I really, really started getting noticed would be my home health videos, which, you know, over one year ago, this is probably one of my most popular videos, how to make $100,000 plus as a new grad physical therapist. Um, that's really, you see, and you can see before, I was actually using Photoshop and doing these these fitness things. I was doing stuff like Just the Tip Tuesday. I don't know why I was doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it was like fitness advice for crossfitters. It was kind of hilarious. Um, here, <laughs> yeah. So like, I started. You can see that I started with all this fitness stuff, and they're actually they're not bad videos. I just didn't know what I was doing back then, and also I kind of went out of that space just because, honestly, in my opinion, there's too much competition in that space, and I'm just I was tired of fighting for attention in that space. Yeah. And yeah. like, let's talk about two really quick. I want to hear your opinion on this with like your older videos. It looks like you have a lot of like, here's how to do this exercise video. Yeah. Um, and like, I know that I see a lot of therapists marketing with this either like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, their website, like emails, whatever it is. And it's just like exercise after exercise after exercise. So like, I'd love to hear your opinion on like therapists doing online marketing with exercises versus like what I like to have people do is talk more about like the what and the why of their business and like getting therapy and stuff versus just posting like a billion exercises and hoping that clients come. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't do that. If you post exercises, most people are just going to use your exercises, say, Hey, I did, I did this. Like when I actually started getting traction, it's because I was talking about this one has almost 4,000 views, home health reimbursement, because unfortunately PT schools don't teach you this. And many people don't know about this. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to be talking about things that people don't usually know, or if all PTs know it, it doesn't mean the public knows it, or maybe students don't know it. Yeah. So like here I have home health equipment, um, home health emergencies. And again, lots of the stuff is home health, some lady being abused. Um, but so like, so, but like, there's like a mix of the things here. And realistically now, most of my videos are on, on income generation, no matter what setting of therapy. I talk about a few other things now, like, um, actually I'll, you guys, you want to see the intro to my next video really quick. Sure. So this will be the next video coming out. Um, you'll, you'll like this. You guys can see the screen. Mm -hmm. All right, get ready for a surprise. Look at that camera work. This will be my next video. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, so, so that'll be my next video. Um, but again, like this took time and a lot of this, like, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a while. Like this is consistent content over the past, you know, one to two years. Realistically, this this past summer, I think this whole section right here, um, from probably probably from travel physical therapy to why physical therapists are broke, I probably filmed all these videos within a week. Um, and I just sat down every day and filmed them. And I know we have a question really quick. Let me just pull it up. Um, 
So hopefully that answered your video question. There's a lot of videos on there. Uh, in total, I believe I have, I'll go back to my, my channel. Um, in total, I have 203 videos. So again, probably a hundred of those are what took me the thousand subs. The other ones were me learning. Um, and then do you recommend filming all in one take? So I actually prefer to film everything in one take. Unfortunately, what happens is sometimes I can't talk and or I'll just start saying fuck constantly because I keep messing <laughs> up. And so my, so my newer so my newer videos or sometimes what will happen actually what happened yesterday is I like was talking and I just spit on the camera. So like I had to start over. Um, so, so if you can film everything in one take, I, like if you can sit down and film everything in one take, go ahead and do that because it's just going to flow more naturally. And that's why I like doing it in one take. Sometimes what I actually will do is I'll film a bunch of short stuff and then I'll just like, I'll hate it and I'll just go and I'll film one take. But because I practiced doing it prior, it's easier for me to do one take. But now just for producing content, releasing content, I set timelines and certain things. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, I need to release this video by this date. So I'm just going to film a bunch of sections and people don't really know this. You chop it up. Like, unless like you're analyzing the video, you can see where I chop it up or sometimes you can realize, but most people don't care because they're mm -hmm. there to watch your content. They don't really care if there's some errors in the video. And you'll notice most YouTubers, even really like big YouTubers that have millions of subscribers do the same thing where there's cuts in the video because you're going to, you're going to mess up. There's times where, you know, I've gotten better at talking now from, from doing it, but there's times like, I think the other day I was like, you know, like, like, hello everyone, I'm Dr. Smith, physical therapist, and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, the kept, it kept happening. And like, <laughs> and so because that kept happening, it was like, okay. And I just took, stopped uh, and took a break. And so things are going to happen. If you can do multiple edits and blend it together nicely, I, I recommend that. And it's okay to have a transition in there or just slow down. Sometimes you don't realize you're talking faster. So it does take time. You do get better with it over time. But there's there was one day I was filming for like four hours and then I finally had it and I go to edit it and I have a huge booger on my nose. I'm like, are you kidding me? And like I had to like scratch <laughs> the whole video. And then there's, there's stupid mistakes too. Like my second to last video, I didn't realize I had a green shirt on and I'm sitting in front of the green screen. So when I changed the green screen, it was popping on my shirt. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's just, <laughs> it's just stupid things like that. So for video editing, I actually started off using um, just iMovie on, on a Mac. However, for a while there, I was using Video Leap, which is an app on a phone. Um, so starting off, like these are the cheapest options is iMovie, you have a Mac. If not, you can use any phone that has Video Leap. Video Leap is like $4.99 a month, and you can actually render your videos in 4K. And you can also adjust the audio, um, attach mics and all of that. Those are my recommendations. Um, currently, I actually use Final Cut Pro. That's because when I actually got more popular on YouTube and actually I'll talk about core sales and, and things in a second, but I realized I had to invest more money into the YouTube because YouTube is actually what funds my most of the traffic to my home health course. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I actually invested in, in a new Mac, a new camera behind me and the screen screen and all this stuff. But I only invested in this stuff um, after I started with a phone. And so like you don't need to start high off. However, if you can, it may help your video quality. Yeah. And so like kind of from what you were saying too about like all of the editing and stuff, like the takeaway is even though you can do all of that stuff and it's a good idea to in the future, you know, as you're gaining subscribers so that it's just higher quality and it represents you better. Don't let it hold you back from making videos. 
just like put up something, even if it's bad and just get it out there because yeah. like a lot of people will get stuck on that perfectionism thing. And you know, like, would you rather have like 10 okay videos that get you 10 clients or like get stuck not doing anything at all? Yeah. And again, it depends on how your video comes across and like, you have to have authority in your video. You have to know what you're talking about. And um, that's like, the reason why I haven't released the dog bite video I showed is because I'm actually making sure like I don't mess up like strict liability laws as I talk about it because I don't want to look like an idiot for people that like know about dog bites and legal cases. So like make sure you do your research too. One thing is if you're going to, one thing I actually do recommend, if you're going to research something, type it into YouTube, watch the other videos on it. And mm -hmm. this might be a, you know, a multi-hour process. But see what they miss, see what you agree with. Or you can even do a similar video and talk about the same topic, but some people might want to hear it from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like you're gonna have a unique perspective. I hear this from a lot of therapists too, who are like, who wants to hear like a knee pain video, you know, from me when like that's been done 60 million times? I'm like, well, you have like a unique perspective, you know, and maybe they just like your face and your voice. So they want to hear it from you, you know, and that's totally valid. Yeah. And so I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I use Canva for thumbnails and you guys can still see my screen, I'm assuming. Is that correct? Uh, yes. All right. So with Canva, I'll show you just my design so far. So I have a Canva like pro account, as I said earlier. So we can see I have my um, thumbnails here and then also actually use this to send out my CEU certificates. So um, if you take my home health course, I actually make your CEU certificates in Canva. Um, but you can see I have most of my things here. This is what I use. Uh, and they have really 10 templates for youtube thumbnails yeah right? yeah so if you type in youtube thumbnail so like again this is a pro account uh but you can you can get some free ones too so like the one i used most recently was this one what i did is i clicked on it i deleted that deleted that deleted that i delete most of their templates i just <laughs> like, and then like you can type you can type type whatever you want here like you know if you want to call your video whatever and then say so you want to add an element. The reason why I use a pro account again is um, if I say I drag this over. Oh, I don't like these. Either. I'll delete these. Um, so it's all gray square. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's faster for me to get a black square by using the template. <laughs> um, so what I do like though is then I can match, you know, that to the text. And then there's other things like you can add therapy things. And again, if you just click and and match it to the text i'm not sure if you can do this outside of the pro account but this is you know this is how i make all, all my thumbnails um so like it's pretty simple and then also what you can do is you can upload your own photos here so like i have stuff like of um, photos i've uploaded in the past uh mm -hmm. it's just things that i've made in the past and actually like this section i was doing health and fitness like i was doing ebooks and things back here i don't do those anymore but um it just like it's it's a very easy route and then what you would do is you would click download and then if you go once you have what you like you click download and then when you go back you just upload your thumbnail you can just click in here and upload if you won't have this it will say upload so um hopefully that explains cool. that aspect um let me see here yeah and then we also have another question which i think kind of takes us into a different subject but once you have subscribers how does youtube equal money so what you need to monetize, well, okay, let me back up here. So I made my, so you have to have something that translates from your YouTube. So I started out with home health information. People wanted a home health course. What I did then was create a home health course, sorry, home health course. 
people that want watch my YouTube wanted me to teach them home health, OAS, starter care, all of that. So then that's a funnel to my course. When I only had 200 subscribers on YouTube, I made my first $5,000 in course sales. Um, now that I have over a thousand subs, I've actually have over $50,000 in course sales. And that's just for my home health course. That's not other things I do or other income strategies. And if you watch my video prior to the last one, it shows how I made over $13,000 online, mostly for my home health course within 30 days. So you have to have a topic that people want to talk about and you have to have a course prior to being monetized. So you can make money from YouTube without actually being a YouTube partner. Let me just spell that out there first because that, that's what I did. That's what's worked for me. And again, realize that people aren't going to like people that don't like YouTube aren't going to like this or people that tell you to do Instagram, growing your Instagram, growing Facebook, all this stuff. It isn't going to make you money and nobody's going to search for any of your stuff on any of those platforms because YouTube is owned by Google. YouTube is a search platform. If you search something on Google, it's going to recommend a YouTube video. So if you want your content out there to be, you know, people to search for you and find you organically, YouTube is the way to go because it's owned by the biggest search engine, Google. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. And yeah. I think that's like, that's a really big point and a really big concept um, to get across. And I think this is really important for people in this group who have the question of how do I get people to find me? Um, you know, Facebook and Instagram can be great if you want to do like the hustle and grind of actively going after people to get them to work with you. But it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. And, you know, for a lot of the people in this group, they have full time or part time jobs, families and, you know, going this route. It sounds like, you know, you're taking into account the platform that you're on where it's not just like a social platform for like recreation, but it's, it's also an audience that is actively seeking a solution to their problem. You know, so like when your stuff comes up, like they're a lot more willing to watch the videos or click on any links that you have and come to find you. Yeah. And I mean, just think about it. Do you search for exercises on Instagram? No, like <laughs> at least I don't. Um, and same thing with Facebook, other things. And people will push these platforms usually because what they're doing is, you know, they're like, oh, you'll get customers, this, this. But realistically, the way the Internet works is Google runs a majority of that search. Uh, Microsoft tried with Bing. I don't think anybody uses that. So, <laughs> so because of that, it's going to, this is how you make money on YouTube and drive an audience on YouTube because people are searching for these things on YouTube. So it's going to be easier for people to find you. Now there's going to be competition, especially you're going to have personal trainers talking about things PTs know. And that's kind of why I myself left the, fit, left the fitness space. I still actually have fitness clients through a remote app and, and do other things with that, that I'm actually stopping just because it's not as profitable for me anymore. Um, but realize that again, you have to put in hard work. And one thing I showed earlier, why I showed to buddy is because it, it takes away that guesswork for you as far as keywords and, and other things there. Um, hold on, let me, I forgot where I was going with this. Okay, so prior to the prior question. Um, so that's how you make, for how you make money on YouTube. Okay, so honestly, if you get at least 200 subs and you have a product, you'll probably make some money as long as you're, as long as you're taking the advice in this video. Um, so, yeah. So like you, like YouTube is basically like a funnel and then yes. you, you push people to a product. It's not like YouTube paying you. So, so like so, step number one is to have a product. Yes. Uh, but YouTube can pay you as well. And that's my next point. So okay. 
for YouTube to pay you, and I actually, I actually was a YouTube partner uh, back in 2012. I actually just got partnership again because it's actually so back in 2012 when I was a partner, I became partner. I stopped making videos and I was just collecting checks from Google. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened is I didn't put out content, so they removed my partnership. Um, so, and that's the whole other channel that I don't, I don't even use anymore. It was like a video game channel. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, now currently. You have to have, and the reason they do this is because what happened before is people did what I did and they were like, okay, well, you're not actually contributing to the platform. We're not going to do the ad revenue payouts. So you need to have an AdWords account. If you have a website or anything or a blog, you probably have an AdWords account. With that AdWords account, what happens is once you reach 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers. So I know this may sound really, really hard because it is because I've done it. So so, but once you do it, it's not hard. Um, and that's why you need to take this advice so you can get there faster is to be a partner. Now you need 1000 subscribers minimum and 4,000 watch hours minimum. And you need to maintain that every year to not lose your partnerships. So you want to keep growing your channel and it's incentive to keep working. And actually the more you grow your channel, the more money you're going to make. Once you have that, what happens is Google allows you to monetize your channel. You're allowed to put ads on your video and depending on what ads there or where you place it in your video, or if you place multiple ads in your video, you're going to get revenue sharing of like two to three cents, two to three cents per video. But if people click on those ads, then you get more money into your AdSense account. And once you get over a hundred dollars in your AdSense account, you're able to cash out every hundred dollars. Cool. Sounds pretty good. So step one is like, building up your channel and finding stuff that people actually want to watch, um, you know, looking for keywords and everything you want to use your videos to point people towards like either a product or a service. And then once you reach those levels that you said, then you can start using AdWords and actually generate ad revenue. Yes. And one thing too, is you want to be accessible to your clients. So one thing you actually have to do that I didn't realize when I started using TubeBuddy, but I'll show you guys here is um, we'll go to my comments. So one thing that you really have to do is when somebody comments on your video, you want to always like heart and reply. This is actually going to mess with the YouTube algorithm to actually grow your channel. Additionally, the more likes you get on your channel, on your videos, the more YouTube is going to show your videos. So by liking, harding, and then replying to each comment, as well as getting people to like your video, subscribe to your channel, it's actually going to make YouTube promote your channel more based on their algorithm. Cool. That's awesome. And I think it works similar to like Facebook and Instagram doing that kind of stuff. And it like, it really works to engage with your audience. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then also what I do too is like, I put my email, I've had actually lots of people email me just putting my emails in videos. If you don't want to do that, I understand why, but being accessible mm -hmm. is going to have more people reach out to you. Um, cool. And like, so realize that, um, how did you figure out what product people wanted? I think you missed the first part of the video. Uh, <laughs> but that again was going to, uh, trends. And if you go to trends, we can see we search neck pain cervical pain and we can see that trend google.com you can do this you can even compare up more terms than this too but um actually we'll do that just because they asked so we have neck pain cervical pain we can see that nobody's really searching for cervical pain everyone's searching for neck pain um and then we'll do like tension headache let's see so we can see that nobody really cares about tension headache or cervical pain they only care about neck pain yeah. And that's every state searching for that. So if you're going to pick a topic, then you would go with something with neck pain in the title, neck pain in the keywords, and then talk about 
whatever diagnosis or cervical pain tension headaches in that video. Cool. Um, do you do any kind of like regular, like routine, like reevaluation of the videos that you've done recently and like look at the metrics and see like, oh, like video one has a billion likes and comments and video two has nothing. I should probably keep making content on the first one. So it really depends on the video. Let me go back and I'll see. So like with this video, like, you know, you would think how I made $13,000 in 30 days would have, you know, more videos and how to get paid well as an outpatient physical therapist. Um, but it really depends on the audience and traffic. And these videos grow over time. So these are pretty new videos, you know, five days ago, 18 hours ago. When you compare that to my older videos, I usually wait about three months before I actually look at that. Because okay. uh, if we look at like, you know, or four, three, four months. We look at these ones are four months ago, 2,000 views, 1.5 thousand views. So we can see that over time, each video is going to get probably about a thousand views, unless it's something stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, it really, it's really going to depend. I don't really audit these videos anymore. I did at first when I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. this looks like trash. I don't, I don't know. I'll leave my cat on here. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> but most of my stuff has come from talking about physical therapy and, and um, and other things. So, so I, I've, I've stuck with that. Mm -hmm. And it's going to really, it's going to really depend on, on a few things. Um, oh, also, one thing I did forget to mention is once you have a 1000 subscribers, what you actually can do is you can actually uh, do like shout outs, you can go live, you can make polls. So you can actually interact with your YouTube subscribers. But you, oh, cannot, cool. but you cannot do this until you have a 1000 subscribers. So one reason to get a 1000 subscribers is that you can start posting links to courses, you can start posting other things and interact with the YouTube community as well. And this is a special feature that's only available to people that once they have a thousand subscribers. Okay, and that's cool because like, I think one, one big piece of marketing that I work with people on is creating a community because it just like, it builds so much trust and authority and like allows people to talk about you and refer people to you. And I didn't know that YouTube had that community feature. So it's really cool. Yeah, it, it, people don't realize it because unfortunately people actually quit before they get to like a thousand subscribers. And again, you just have to sit down and make out content. What I do is I write out content. I've actually been doing lots of my YouTube subscribers are also my Instagram followers. So mm -hmm. also what I do is I'll post like polls on Instagram, like what topics do you want me to cover? And then if everyone, like I recently did that and everyone said how to get paid more as an outpatient physical therapist. I had a lots of interest in that. So I went and I made a video on that. But I only got those people on my Instagram from posting on YouTube prior. So again, you have to start somewhere, start making content. Again, if you're going to be doing things that, that usual PTs do, it is going to be a bit harder at first. But if you keep up with it over time, you'll see your channel grow. And if you use the keyword strategies or TubeBuddy, uh, you should actually see success faster than most people. Cool. That's awesome. That's really good to good to know. Um, so and like we talked about that you used to kind of audit things, but now it sounds like you're you've kind of like gotten into a flow and like know where to look for course to or uh, content topics and like how to talk to your audience and everything. Um, and you said that you look at like the metrics like three months in because it gives you more data, you know, to see like whether it was like a good video or bad video. Yeah, um, which is cool. Um, and we talked about monetizing, which I know everybody always wants to know about. And I think that was really great the way that you broke it down where it's kind of like different steps to monetize. Cause I think that a lot of people think that you just like throw up a video and then like 
attach an ad to it <laughs> and start oh. making money. Um, also, also, if you are gonna, if you do reach monetization, uh, you have to be careful with what you say in the videos. Uh, for me, like I can't say fuck as much in those videos because <laughs> they're monetized and I might like lose sponsorship. So you have to be more careful with what you're saying if you do get monetization. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also have paid sponsors too, though. Another thing is too, even if you don't have a thousand subs yet, but some people actually will sponsor you to do a product review, do do things like that, and they'll reach out to you once they find you on YouTube. But just make sure that once you have sponsorship, you follow that sponsorship, the sponsorship guidelines. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, and we talked about a couple of things with um, getting more subscribers. So like ask people to subscribe <laughs> and let them know that that's an option if they want to get more content from you. Um, and then like sharing your videos in different places, I'm sure has really helped. Is there anything else that you've done to like really like push for more subscribers? Oh, actually one thing I've done, which I don't know why I'm doing it, but it seems to be helpful. It's actually been cross posting my YouTube to IGTV. There's okay. a way, there's a way to do that. It's actually, it's kind of different, but what happens with IGTV is unfortunately IGTV can't handle high quality videos or long videos. So usually they'll get like half the video. If they want to watch more, they have to go to YouTube. I think IGTV is changing that now, but one reason I do that is it gets more people into my audience and it's very easy. I already made the video. Right. And, and what you can do is I'll actually show you guys here. Um, so what you can do for this is you just go to your videos. Um, actually, you go to manage videos. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong thing. So you just go to your video once this loads. And what you would click is you would just click on these dots here, click download. And I'm going to, lots of people don't know how to do this. So you guys are going to bonus content right now. Um, <laughs> so once it's download, then I would go to my Instagram. And so what you're going to do, once you're on Instagram, you click on your profile and then you click IGTV and then you click upload and then you can upload it there. And then you can use the same thumbnail and everything you do, but that's how you upload the YouTube video to IGTV, which is super bonus content for you guys. Um, so, <laughs> so that's something you can do as well. Again, I know this is, is YouTube focused, but it's something that has yeah. helped people, you know, watch it on both platforms. Yeah, no, I think that's really helpful because um, I know another thing that people get really like uh, hung up on as far as like creating content and doing like different like media marketing stuff is thinking like, oh, I need to come up with content of like five topics for Facebook, five for Instagram, five for YouTube, you know, five blog posts on my website. But like you can use the same stuff everywhere, you know, and you could like put content up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, different platforms. Um, you know, and like you said, then that also helps to draw in different people from different places. Yeah. So I actually have a list of videos. So what I'll do besides what I post is, um, and I'll, I'll actually have people look at the, at the list and, or just put, put uh, post a poll. Like currently I have, um, Bluetooth keyword for documentation. What I would do with that is actually another way to make money is you can become an Amazon affiliate. And then as an Amazon affiliate, if you review a product or talk about a product, you can post in the comment below. And then Amazon pays you for any sale or whoever goes to that site and buys a product within 24 hours, you get a payoff from Amazon for that. The caveat to that is that Amazon is kind of a dick about their affiliate program. And like, if you, if you don't have, you know, like three sales within 90 days, then you need a new affiliate account. It becomes, this, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Um, just depending on what you're doing. If you know people are going to buy the product, at least three people in 90 days, then you can go ahead and do that. I've just had issues where I've lost my affiliate account because I had, I think I had like two $400 sales, but I didn't have a third sale. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, 
<laughs> so that's another way to monetize it. But so yeah, I have like topics on my phone. I also write them down somewhere. Um, currently, what I'm going to be talking about, I did OP salary increase. You guys saw I'm doing dog bites next. And I have sign-on bonuses, getting in trouble at work. Um, that's a topic people requested. <laughs> <laughs> And then negligence, malpractice, and physical therapy. Again, when you're choosing topics, so obviously as a physical therapist, you know about the rehab, you know about these things, but make sure you can articulate them. The best YouTubers, in my opinion, are those that can teach the topic well because it breaks it down easily. You don't want to be talking to people like, you know, they're, you do want to talk to people, but don't talk to everyone like, like they're a PT. So, you know, break it down easily. And that's probably going to make, that's going to draw people to your channel. Yeah. Yeah, even with the big finance channels right now, it's because they they talk more as like a professor educating you on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good point, too. Like if you can break things down easier, it's actually a really good marketing technique. Um, if like if a five year old can repeat what you said and tell somebody else, then it's simple enough that people are going to remember what you even do. Um, but like if people can't repeat it back to you, then, then it's not good <laughs> um, and you need to change your messaging. Yeah. So cool. Um, and I mean, this whole masterclass was kind of on this topic. Um, but the last kind of question I wrote down too was like, if I, so a lot of people here are PTs, OTs. That's mainly the people in the group. Um, and most everybody is like all cash pay or like cash pay plus Medicare. Um, if I wanted to like get started with YouTube, you know, in the next couple of months, um, you know, how could you see this helping like a practice specifically? Like, can you give us like some specific examples of like content or like ways we could so use it or whatever? What you, what you can do is first, you're gonna have to have a Gmail account or a Google account. I recommend mm -hmm. tying it directly to the business's Gmail account or your personal. Mm -hmm. Gmail account just because Google and YouTube are merged, it makes it much easier. Because if you already have that account, you just go to YouTube, click create channel, mm -hmm. and by doing that, you're ready to make your first video realistically. Depending on your content and what you're doing, it's going to depend. I don't recommend making like TikTok videos that are too short. And somebody just asked, How long should your video be? Um, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking enough to bore, to bore the audience, then obviously it's too long. <laughs> You can have someone, you know, like um, there's some videos out there that are like 55 minutes long. And I know I skipped through those. Most of my videos are seven to 14 minutes. Some have been yeah. longer, but this is enough to get the point across within a short time frame. You don't want it too short because no one's going to really think that you actually have substance to what you're talking about. So I'd aim for around 10 minutes to start off. It's okay. It's a bit, a bit shorter, a bit longer, but I aim for 10 minutes. And if you can't say what you need to say within 10 minutes, you probably need to do some more research. Um, or make two separate videos. That's mm -hmm. happened to me as well, where I'm like, I start talking about something in the video. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a topic for another video because I'm not going to cover it in this video. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's a great tip because like you might think in your head, like, you know, for example, I can teach this person like how to solve their knee pain. And like, we know it's a multi-step process, but like a lot of the time people would rather consume content one step at a time. So like if your topic, if you can break it down into multiple steps, you might consider doing one video on each step. Yeah. Or what you could do is you could actually film like a course of things, put some of the videos for free on YouTube, and then want more of your content, direct them to your course. Yep. That's awesome. Um, 
Do to do, do. And then do you just have to set YouTube keywords once for your channel or for every video you upload? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Keywords for the channel versus the videos. So for your channel, you have to do them once. As I said, I trade I changed mine earlier because I didn't have anything on finance or income on there. And now that's more what I talk about. People ask me to talk about. And the more I'm learning about finance, I'm like, why wasn't this taught to me when I was in second grade? But um <laughs> <laughs> but uh so you want to you you can only do the channel once once or you can change them whatever but for each video i do them for each video depending on the video and you can actually see i'll pull up my, my channel here um screen share makes this class much easier <laughs> <laughs> so like for an example um like i did well because i don't know i i didn't play i haven't played video games for years and i just bought the xbox series x and the ps5 don't be mad at me um <laughs> But we could see, like, for this video, obviously, most people that watch my channel are probably like, why the hell did he make this video? <laughs> That's why I thought when I saw it. <laughs> uh, but you can see the tags here are, like, you know, Xbox Series X, PS5. Um, it's just because it's a hot topic. And realistically, I actually talked about more of the PT side and how it can be used in neuro rehab. Um, so I actually talked about how it can be utilized as a PT in neuro rehab. But you can see these tags don't make any sense for therapy. So I put esports injuries. Um, I have... You know, new, so, but it's most of this Xbox PS5, like nobody cares that watches my channel about this. I just put it out there because I happen to buy both systems and um, I just was like, okay, I'll review them both as a PT and say which one I recommend for a clinic. And I want the PS5 just because the controller is better for neuro patients. So I took a different spin on, on you know, what most gamers would be talking about there. Um, compared to this channel, uh, if we go here, we can see that the tags are, are passive income, how to make money online, uh, travel, physical therapy, and then we just have a bunch of other things here. But it's just like you can see the difference. So each video, you want to tag your videos to what the content is about or just physical therapy in general. Uh, sometimes I'll add some tags that aren't as relevant to the video, but they're relevant to physical therapy. And that's just because by doing that, you may be recommended to say somebody searching for travel physical therapy, and then they're like, oh, how to increase your income as a physical therapist, they'll then click on my video. Cool. Um, oh, is YouTube only ideal if you're selling a course? What if I don't have a course? I'm an OT who provides in-home or virtual services. So you it actually is fine for regular clinics or what you're doing there with virtual services. You may want to reach out for, for YouTube clients that way so you can use YouTube to for, for your clients. Um, it's going to depend, you know, on, on your video, what you're talking about, what you're doing. You know, some people may think that oh, occupational therapists help people find jobs and I'm just messing around right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a lot of OT tells, tell me that they get asked that all the time. <laughs> um, so if you break down, you know, what you do as an occupational therapist, uh, and you explain that you do in-home and virtual services and you show what you can do and demonstrate it, then people may reach out to you through that. Again, it's going to depend on your video and, and what you're what you're doing. Um, unfortunately, same thing with PT. You put PT in there. Nobody's searching for PT if they do. If personal training comes up, unfortunately. Um, same thing with OT. OT is probably going to be like, it might just say like, are you searching for Otter? Um, <laughs> unfortunately, reha like rehab professionals, just like nobody really knows what we do. And um, that's why it's a problem with payers as well. But... <laughs> That's why you guys are in the cash pay group. Um, <laughs> so there, there's clinics, uh, there's, you know, there's many cash pay practices that have a YouTube channel and actually have gotten clients off the YouTube channel. Again, though, it's going to take time. Uh, realize that if you're going to be doing YouTube, you're going to need to not just do this once. And it's okay if you don't have a course. It's okay if you, you know, 
if you haven't selling anything online, you just want to get your name out there at first for people to reach out to you to email you. Again, though, I really need to know what your end goal is. So I'm not really sure how well I can answer your question if I don't know what your end goal is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess like for an example goal, like if I wanted to use YouTube to bring in like telehealth clients, I think, you know, like what you're saying about like explaining like this is what I do. So if you have this problem, then like email me yeah. um, and kind of going from there. Yeah. So, and also what you can do is you can have them sign an informed consent and all these other things. And because it's, it's cash pay, you can even probably post a video of, as long as you have like, like a clause saying it's okay and everything that you actually have, you can actually post a video of a telehealth consult and then just be like, if you're interested, contact me or just clips of a telehealth yeah. consult. Um, so, so you can do that. I actually have one of those on my, my channel. People are going to be like, that's illegal. No, it's not illegal. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's it's an older video when I was doing fitness things. Um, but I did a full telehealth consult. Yeah, with um, my friend Grant here. And he's actually in Canada. They're like, you can't treat people overseas. It's like, I can do whatever I want. Um, or in Canada, but like, <laughs> so I did, I posted this telehealth evaluation again. This is like, I, I went away from this, but I, um, I walked through a whole evaluation via FaceTime with this, uh, Canadian, my friend is a Canadian power lifter. Yeah, so, that's cool. You, you can post things like that and that may generate what you're doing again on those videos. I didn't use keywords. I didn't know what I was doing back then. And then I've kind of shifted away from that. I actually, speaking of audits, I may go back and fix that. But again, because I'm shifting away from it, I really don't care as much. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's cool because then people can like see like, oh, like this is what I would get, especially if I'm paying for it. This is what's in it. And now like I want that evaluation for me in my specific situation. Um, that's so for the market you've used. Okay. So I've got banned from Reddit for posting my YouTube videos on Reddit because <laughs> the moderator of Reddit is a dick. Um, so don't post them there. Um, that guy's just an asshole. Um, so like I literally posted a video on like outpatient physical therapy and like COVID outbreaks. And like, he's like, you're banned from Reddit. I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything. Um, so <laughs> feels like you're still kind of salty about it. Well, no, because it's like, I can't comment it. I guess I can make a new account, but he's going to be like, he's going to, I was going to have it. I'll make a new account. He's like, I know it's you. Um, but, <laughs> so, um, but no, so like, don't do it there. What you can do is <laughs> um, actually in the in the PT students group on Reddit, you may be able to post something because PT students are actually more appreciative. It's the older dino PTs who are going to get like pissed off. And like when I say dino PT, I don't mean like older PT. I mean people that just are like outdated practice and they just, you know, they don't believe in cash pay. Don't believe you can start your own practice. And so like it's, it's those that will flag your video and report it. The PT students is okay. You can actually use larger Facebook groups, but not in a spammy way. Don't promote, like, if you spam the group, you're going to get kicked out. You need to make your video so it provides value in, in groups. It could be an injury group, or what you could do is start your own injury group and make it public, but make sure that you have some filters on there and eventually make it a private group, or just start with a private group. Be like, if you want to join my private Facebook group, go here, get people in the group, then you can promote to your own group. That's going to be probably the safest option for you. Yeah. And I think like another thing to remember, um, as far as like being annoying, I, I like what you said about like different like communities, you kind of have to watch what you do with that. But like, like with social media, even if you're posting like a video on your Facebook or your Instagram, only like 
10, 20% or whatever, like a small portion of your audience is going to even see it. So even if you're like posting to it or like promoting it like a couple times here and there or sending it out in an email newsletter, you're not going to annoy anybody, you know, at the very worst, like they're going to unsubscribe or unfollow you or whatever. Um, but I wouldn't worry about that in terms of like promoting it on your own platforms. Yeah. And that's one thing too, is I understand with being annoying. Like for me, I personally send out emails. My email is only once or twice a month. I was doing it weekly, but I'm like, okay, I don't want to annoy people. So like what I've been doing is just sending them out maybe once, once, twice a month, sometimes more, depending if I'm having like a sale or something like that going on. But starting off, it's okay to like, just don't be pushy and be like, you know, like if you just tell people to subscribe to your video and then if you make better videos over time, you're going to gain the audience. Again, it comes into effort. Yeah. Um, it's just, you have to just start making content to begin with. And all right. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So cool. I feel like we covered a ton of stuff in a very short period of time. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. I, uh, really, really appreciate it. I learned a lot. Um, and definitely, you know, like everybody who is here, um, obviously is really interested in starting a YouTube channel, um, to help with their practice. So this was great. Do you have any last words of wisdom before we go? Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, no, if you guys do want me to like audit your channel or anything like that, I may be doing a paid service on that, but I'll just be completely honest with you about what's going on, what, what's going right. Um, but just reach out to me for that. Uh, for TubeBuddy, where should I, should I send you my affiliate link for that? Yeah, we'll post all the links uh, okay. either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I'm moving some of my, my legal stuff over, which is why I haven't sent it to you. It's a separate conversation for, for not this video. But um, <laughs> so, um, so um, yeah, so, all right. Uh, so, hopefully, hopefully that's that's um, a good start. If you guys have any questions, yeah. reach out to me. Um, and if you guys want me to audit your channel, I'll probably be doing some sort of fee for that, depending on time and things. But I do have, a few, I do have time in the next few weeks. Cool. Awesome. And best way to reach you is Facebook message, email? Um, so usually drsmithdpt at gmail.com or just um, at dr.smith underscore dpt on Instagram. Um, all of this is on my YouTube too. If you search like Rand Smith Physical Therapist or Home Health Mentor or anything like that, you'll find me. <laughs> You're around. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. Um, and yeah, hope everybody has a good rest of their night. All right. Thank you guys. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am honored to be a part of this community and it is my hope that by spreading the stories of clinicians just like you who wanted something more and went after it, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of and that you work so hard for. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on Facebook in the Cash-Based Healthcare Entrepreneurs Group or on my website at morganmeese.com. I would love to speak with you. And you can also find me on Instagram at drmorganmeese. So who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Please email me at morgan at I'll talk to you guys soon.